You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. I gave this audience an assignment and you have delivered. Not straight A's, but you have delivered. I ask for theme music for mock headlines that we can play and then also theme music for Todd's limericks when we uh, play those. And I think we have found the leader in the clubhouse for Todd's limericks that we would play before Todd gives us a limerick. Todd, would you uh, sing that song that we're going to play before your limerick? No, 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 no. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Close. You got the lyrics right for sure. Maybe we should find the original version. Na, 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 na. Another version of thank you. Goodbye. Fritzy came in today and he goes, I got one word, best way to promote Thursday night football. Yes. I feel very good about it. I go, well, wait, who is wondering how to promote Thursday night Nobody football? Nobody is. That's what makes it in special. March. That's what makes it unique okay, and creative and no one's go. thinking about it. One word. Best way to promote Thursday night football, Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. Todd? Almazon. Almazon. <laughs> I love it. You know you do too. No offense to Kirk. He's not part of it with just concentrating on the play by play guy. But yes. Almazon is a winner in the clubhouse. Yes. It should be noted that we were in a perfectly good shape to get rid of that at about 830 this morning. I know. I know. But, but Fritzy goes, oh, I got the I got the one word. Best way to promote Thursday night football. And Paulie goes, save it. No, save it. And I go, oh, do we want to save it? So proud I did. All right. So Fritzy also brought this up at 830 this morning. Joe Buck's first words when he's in the booth, Monday Night Football. Week one, first game, yeah, right out of the booth. Troy Aikman, all right. Joe Buck's first words might be... So, are you ready for some football, Troy? He's the Hall of Famer, Troy Aikman. I'm Joe Buck. That's what I, that's what I came up with. <laughs> good God. That's not good? You don't think he's going to like play off of, are uh, you ready for some football? I think there's a 88% chance he's going to do that. If all- you don't, you get 12 pies in the face. <laughs> I'll take a pie to the face. He's got to make some kind of reference that they left Fox ESPN and they're doing Monday Night Football. You can't just say he's the Hall of Fame, like pretend nothing happened. And they just all of a sudden, instead of the Sunday afternoon game, they're doing Monday Night Football. So I'm thinking he's going to do something with, are you ready for some I'll football? take a pie to the face. Almazon. Yeah. Or he'll go, da, 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 he's the Hall of Famer. No, he's not no, he doing that, do that either. This is a peek inside our world at around 830 in the morning. When we have our morning meeting and Todd has a bunch of things that he says, and then there are times when we go, no, save it for the show. They're just throwaway lines. You know there's someone in media relations with Amazon right now. They either heard it or someone's going to tell them, and they're going to start making the shirts and hats. Amazon, of course, let's go. Let's get that press release going. Once again, I'll take a pie to the face. <laughs> Are you willing to take a pie to the face with Joe Buck? That's very specific, though. That's a little unfair. You said there's an but 88%. Of a million things he can say. You have an 88% chance yeah, of that being. That might have been a little high. I got a little excited there. Yeah. You know, like 64%. Yeah, Amazon Prime Rib. Al's oh, a steak guy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Trying to help Fritz here. Can put those two together. Well, I did come up with the idea of steak night in Almerica that we were going to do a show with uh, Al. I don't know what the show was about, but it was uh, other than he went to steakhouses around when he traveled and we would just get 
his recommendations when he was having these steak dinners in America. Yeah, Paul. So Steak Night in America was going to be Al at, let's say he was in Indianapolis and Peyton Manning was still there. He would go to a steakhouse with oh, that's right. Jim Ursay or Peyton Manning or Tony Dungy back in the day yeah. and have a, a, a sit-down conversation at, in black and white at a steakhouse, a little Sinatra in the background, and you cut it up and make it into a 30-minute show. We didn't. Al signed up for that. Al was like, I love it. Yes, uh, Marvin. You know what? We already have a theme song for uh, Amazon. Okay. Amazon. Dun, 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 dun. Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. What is the name? What is the name of that song? How bizarre! How bizarre! How bizarre! Is is uh, is that by somebody? Is it three letters? Is it like o- wow? O M C. O M C is correct. Oh, nice call. Oh, wow. What the hell? That was like an out-of-body experience. And how bizarre. <laughs> this isn't like a 70s song you played at the FM rock station. No, I never played that song. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> it's a 1995 song. We, we only played great rock and roll back then. Yes, you I was actually going to throw my uh, hat in the ring with a, a song for Fritzy oh. and, and the mock headlines. Okay. Um, now, I'm not super familiar with this song, although you definitely will be. All right. So I might mess up the... Um, I don't know, like cadence of the or the rhythm of the okay. song a little bit, oh, and I'm rhythm, also rhythm is going to get you. I, I wrote some lyrics though, but I'm dealing with uh, it's, this dude is a great singer, so I apologize in advance for for doing this. Um, Marvin, if you want to hit the music, no. Oh. He sits alone at his desk, go <laughs> trying to find something funny to say. He says Dan's the one I love most But Seton's not far behind That's excellent (laughs) He always lets Ryan in Todd always takes it on the chin Especially when he's had time to think He says, I don't care. It just runs his hands through what used to be his hair. And I pray to God you gotta help me find a way. Big moment here. Mock headlines. (laughs) The tears fall down like rain. Mock headlines. I need something to ease the pain. Mock headlines. Never get a laugh out of me. Right. <laughs> and if there's more headlines tomorrow, kill me. <laughs> kill me. Nice. That was just, we did that one freestyle. That was very well done. You just whipped that up. Yeah, yeah. We came up with the lyrics, but we didn't really practice the singing. We sung that well, too. <laughs> whipped up a batch there. Fritzy still uh, reminisces about his days at ESPN, and he'll occasionally. Give me a sports center tease. I think I'm like a wannabe sports center host, something I never uh, pursued or tried. Well, no, it's good you didn't pursue it. But, uh, <laughs> Why? Because of my lift? Yes. I wouldn't. <laughs> the Canucks between them. Okay. Do you want to do your sports center? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. it. So explain what this is to the audience so they know what you're talking it's about. It's that, you know, when they tease what's coming up on sports center, they have these little clever lines no, and plays uh, on words. They'll uh, throw in a little audio and video. It's like the tease. Do you know? 
I noticed that you only sent it to me. You didn't send it to Paul. I know, because he gets his red pen out. He's like, we're not doing that. X, X, X. That's not funny. That's sexual. Uh, he is the executive producer. That's true. He should kind of. He should. There's nothing dirty in here. It's just maybe No, not but that there good. has been before. Yes. I did. Okay, that a go ahead. Here, here is your SportsCenter tease. Coming up on SportsCenter. Are the Chiefs over the hill? Why the deal with the Dolphins? Tyreek's. Kyrie will take your questions on a needle-to-know basis. Haslam, <laughs> Butler, Spolstra, oh my. Things get heated with the heat. Also, few and far between. Will the hog zig while the bulldog zag? Cougar of the week? Why Houston can't keep up with the cats? Blue versus red. Will Coach K's Devils be KO'd by the Raiders? And never say Nova. What's right against the Wolverines? Maybe Howard's end. How sweet it is. Let the madness resume. Also, the jury's still out on Judge. Don't bank on Aaron staying in pinstripes. Plus, in the doghouse? Where might Mayfield be in May? What's all the bracket, you ask? It's SportsCenter. Right about now. Okay. Didn't your brother used to write those? The tease bump unit. Yeah. yeah, they had a group of people writing these things. Yeah, Fritzy's brother, who still works at the mothership. I I think that, you know, if I'm Mike Greenberg, I would hire you just to be that guy, the, the hype guy. I didn't do my stand red for it. Things got heated with the heat. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Greeny talks that way when he's on vacation with his family? Come on, get up! Yelling at his kids, we're at the Four Seasons! We got to get to the zip line right about now. <laughs> hey, expand it. <laughs> yes, Marv. Whenever they go back, they're back and better than ever. Yeah. Bungee jumping. Why not? Let's go. Uh, did you have something on the uh, Thursday night football with the, the pairing of Kirk Herbstreet and Al Michael? Amazon. No, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's how you promote Thursday night football. <laughs> Shut up. Amazon. Yeah. Exclamation point. <laughs> This was certainly a gold rush for announcers here. So Kirk Herbstreit and Al Michaels are going to be on Thursday night. And uh, interesting pairing, though. Interesting pairing. And I don't buy into this. Well, Kirk never played in the NFL. Can we stop with that? Al Michaels didn't either. And there are guys who played in the NFL who can't broadcast an NFL game. Plus, Herbie is going to see all of these players when they're in college. That's a great resource to have. And Al has seen them all as professionals. You put those two together, and I think it's going to work out. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you tune into a game and you go, well, that guy, he doesn't know football. Or he only played three years. Or, that guy never won a playoff game. What's he know? I, don't, I mean, I don't know if we do that to announcers. There are people who didn't know that John Madden coached in the NFL. They were like, they got the video game guy and he's doing games. I go, he's a Hall of Fame coach. He, he won a Super Bowl. Oh, I just know him as the video game guy. Yeah, Paul. This goes back to like a year and a half ago. Fowler and Herbstreet did Monday Night Football kind of out of nowhere. Remember they were giving it to like Greeny and Golick and different groups like that a couple years ago at the Mothership. And Fowler and Herbstreet went in. And I can remember, I'm looking at some articles now, like why Fowler and Herbstreet? They're college guys. But then Tuesday morning, what a nice job by following Herb Street. Yeah. Spotless broadcast, great chemistry. Yeah. And they become, especially Kirk, involved in this uh, topic for a while now. Yeah, I was surprised Amazon went after Kirk Herb Street. Um, and not because he doesn't have the experience. I didn't know if he'd be able to do that if the mothership would allow him. Because now you have to do 
So let's say you prepare, you go in Wednesday, you got to talk to these teams. Now you could do that over Zoom, I guess, but you're going in, got to hit the ground running all day Thursday. uh, Friday, you're going to travel to wherever college game day is. Get up early. Saturday morning, you could be in Oxford, Mississippi, and then he's got that game Saturday night with Chris Fowler that could be USC, Oregon. And that's pretty intense. But he also doubled his salary, I'm sure. So that 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 helps. But I, you know, I know I'm rooting for Herbie. I mean, I I think he'll do a great job there. But because he knows the college guys, and how many guys are in that position who do follow college football the way Herbie does? And you can sort of take us through. And and, you, and if you're playing college football, you got to be there for at least three years before you're eligible for the draft. So he does have a good sample size of being able to see these players. Yeah, Paul. I really like Kirk with uh, Al Michaels because if you look, remember when Kirk for a bunch of years was with uh, Brent Musburger? Brent Musburger's a lot older, but they had fun together. Yeah. They kept it fun, you know, because Brent is not a you know, doesn't have old man like where he's like dry and doesn't have humor. I think it's gonna be the same with Al Michaels. They're gonna have a good time. By the way, the New York City Mayor Eric Adams will lift the city's COVID nineteen vaccine mandate on athletes today, paving the way for Kyrie Irving to play home games. So this Sunday, Kyrie will be able to play a home game. Also, you got the Yankees and Mets have players who are unvaccinated. They get to play in their April home openers. This according to ESPN. This was announced yesterday. But Kyrie, after last night's loss against Memphis, was asked about this mandate being lifted. Not ask me any questions about hypotheticals, about what's going to happen. Please do not. Until anything gets official, please not ask me any questions about that, y'all. Okay. You know, he doesn't want to fan the flames. Now, I thought that when he bought a ticket to go watch the Nets play at home, that to me was poking the bear. That's like, all right, here's your mask mandate. Uh, I got a ticket, but I can't play in the game. And I said, look, I mean, it sounds silly. It looks silly. But, you know, I don't have sympathy for Kyrie. But I, I do admire him that he did stick to his position here. And it wasn't a popular position, certainly with his team, with Kevin Durant, and for their chances of winning a title here. But it might work out. It might unintentionally work out. When the Nets played the Sixers, and I saw Kyrie take it to James Harden. I mean, he took it to him. And that, whoo. That opened my eyes a little bit of, oh, you know, the, the new Shaq and Kobe, which people were silly in saying. Kyrie's going, oh, oh really? That's the new Kobe? Uh, you want some of this smoke here? And he took it to James Harden. I'd love to see that matchup in the postseason. Because Kyrie, not afraid. And he is a wonderful player. But uh, he put his money where his mouth was and said, look, I'm not going to play. I don't believe in this. While I don't agree with that, I do admire that he did say, look, I'm not going to play. Yeah, Paul. Kyrie Irving's only played 730 minutes this season. The top NBA players are like at 2,200. Yeah. To give you, LeBron James is at two, over 2,000 minutes. Yeah. Kyrie's at 700. All right, we'll take a break. We will get to more mock headline song suggestions, but uh, I got Dave Roberts, the Dodger manager, set to join us here. We'll take a break. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. M-Drive. 
M-Drive, Boost and Burn, M-Drive Start. Mark Sanchez, the former NFL quarterback, joined us a couple of days ago, and he said, hey, I got my M-Drive here. I start my day. Daily dose of protein and nutrition helps you stay on top of your game. Packed with seven clinically tested ingredients, six premium proteins, boost energy, strength, reduces stress. Keep up with your busy day no matter how old you are. And you can find mdrivedan.com. Get it delivered right to your door. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Nothing to lose. And I like to call it a new New Year's resolution that you can start now. And it's, it's such a small change, but it could have a really big impact on your life. It's time to focus on your health. Keep up with those busy days. Try M-Drive Start for the energy and strength and drive you need to get more done. I just take a scoop in the morning and put it in my uh, fruit smoothie, and I'm good to go. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Visit mdrivedan.com and tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. More phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager, won a World Series as a player with the Red Sox and as the Dodgers manager and former National League manager of the year, joining us from spring training. Dave, good to have you back on. How did uh, the sort of uh, abbreviated spring training affect your approach on how you're going to get everybody ready? You know, uh, DP, it was, uh, it was different. It was a frenzy. Uh, there was a lot of trust that had to be kind of uh, accounted for because we couldn't talk to the players and we just had to hope that they were going to be ready, um, starting pitchers in particular. And so once we get there, it's kind of an overall conversation, assessment, and see where guys are at. But uh, with our guys to a man, it's been really good. And, uh, you know, whether it's Clayton or uh, Walker, you know, guys are putting their work built up. And uh, it's been good. But obviously, and we'll get to Freddie later, but I know that, you know, Freddie, uh, just kind of getting him his feet wet. So he's kind of a late arrival to camp. But guys like that. But right now, we're kind of on track. How are you told that the Dodgers are signing Freddie Freeman? So I, I kind of joke, uh, DP, that it was kind of the worst kept secret in all of baseball. That, and I say that in a sense that it's something that I think everyone wanted, and uh, we we were involved in trying to make it work. And then, uh, you know, once that Olson trade went down. Um, I was with Andrew, and we were going over, over our roster and some other baseball ops guys uh, upstairs. Uh, it's kind of about maybe 10 o'clock at night, and so we finalized the deal that night. So Andrew and I uh, called Freddie together and congratulated him, and uh, I know he was thrilled. And just to get him in that Dodge uniform, man, uh, it's pretty special. Didn't he show up in a suit holding his baseball glove? <laughs> yes, he did. So the funny thing is that he had a suit. He had some, like, suede boots or some shoes on. So this is the Bobby Cox uh, pedigree, man. It's, uh, you know, you're tight, classy, and all dressed up. So I think it was JT and some other guys that gave him a lot of grief. And uh, he was laughing. He goes, okay, I'm going to fit in just fine here in this ball, in this, uh, with this organization. I was wondering about Clayton Kershaw when I saw the deal. It felt like it was a team-friendly deal, and it was a one-year deal. And it feels like this might be year to year with Clayton or am I reading too much into this? 
I, I think that it's uh, it's fair as far as a year-to-year situation. Uh, I think right now he's uh, in a position where uh, he can dictate where he wants to play, and obviously he, he uh, he's a Dodger for life, uh, a Dodger legend. Um, but Texas is home, and so that's been kind of made public. But right now we're, we're he's a Dodger for for this year. We'll see what happens next year, um, and I and I think that there's some uh, incentives in there, um, but. Uh, Obviously, the player, Clayton, uh, liked the deal, and, and there's something to be said for being a Dodger. So you could see him. It's not out of the realm of possibilities that he could end his career as a Texas Ranger. You know what? With Clayton, I, I, I don't want to speak for him, DP, but I could see that that's a possibility, but uh, that's up to uh, him and Alan, so, and I don't, I don't know that answer. Did you go to football games this past year? I did. I went to uh, my first uh, uh, Rams game, and, and uh, so I saw that NFC uh, championship game, and then I, I actually had a chance to go to the Super Bowl as well. So uh, pretty remarkable uh, stadium and crazy vibe. It was awesome. Well, I know you're a football guy. You've talked about that before. Uh, you know, you, do, you look, <laughs> do you look out there and go, how could I possibly think that I would want to play that sport professionally? Oh, absolutely. That was the best decision I made is to get off the great iron and, <laughs> and get on the baseball diamond. I had a chance to meet uh, Adamic and Sue uh, a couple years ago at Dodger Stadium, and I just see this guy knowing that he out, he, he's got me by probably 150 pounds, and he can outrun me. So <laughs> that's what you're dealing with in the NFL, man. It's crazy. Are you up on all the rule changes? No, you want to fill me in? <laughs> no. I, I, I have a cheat sheet that's helping me a little bit, and then I know there's a Shohei Otani rule that's in there, and it, it seems to be a lot going on. How do, you, uh, how do you keep all of this sorted out? You know what? I got a bench coach, Bob Garrett. He's the, he's the rules guy, Danny, and, and I have no idea. Man, it seems like they change all the time, and there's going to be something that's going to be implemented here in about a week or maybe April 6th, uh, the day before opening day. I don't know. I, I just uh, I got enough on my plate to worry about these. Uh, until it's cemented, uh, I really don't pay too much attention. Do you think that we're going to see more players try to do what Shohei Otani's doing? Um, no, because I don't think that they can. Um, I, I think in theory, I think every player wishes they can be Shohei Otani, but uh, there's a reason why he's But maybe 10 years from now, though, Dave, that you, you, you're almost preparing for – usually your best player is a pitcher and a shortstop. And so I don't know if we would see a 12-year-old go, I plan on pitching and hitting, you know, and playing the field in, uh, in the majors. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's fair. I, I guess that's fair because I think that right now uh, – you look at a little bit of a broader look um, as far as travel ball and where now I, I, when I played, there's no such thing as a, as a PO and a PO, I guess is a pitcher only. And so, mm. you know, when I came up, when you came up, we kind of pitch play the best players, certainly going to pitch at some point. So uh, certainly Shohei uh, is a, uh, is a is a mate is a superstar is a face one of the faces of major league baseball so yeah people might try to emulate uh, so yeah if you look 10 years down the road potentially uh, might give players some more runway to do that which would be great um but man that show hey is really special he's dave roberts dodgers manager joining us dan patrick show you hit 23 home runs 
Is that right in your career? <laughs> I, hey, but you forgot the one postseason homer. So let's let's uh, for the sake of this discussion, I had twenty four major league homers. Okay, all right. <laughs> and so two inside the Parkers. You you averaged two point four home runs per year. You you're, I, you had problems with your launch angle, didn't you, Dave? I, I absolutely. It was more negative launch angle, so that's just not good. So it just certainly affected my war. I'm sure. And you had eight home runs in two thousand five. Were you were you juicing back then? There were a lot of questions about that. <laughs> uh, you know what? I wasn't. I just uh, I was ahead of uh, the analytics thing oh. and the launch angle. Oh. So um, yeah. So. I think my angle was maybe like 21 degrees that year. So, yeah, I, I clipped a few. Best pitcher you hit a home run off of? Kurt Schilling. <laughs> and I bet you I remember the at-bat. I'll bet you remember the at-bat. It was at uh, the old Bob Bank One ballpark. Okay. And uh, it was a three-run homer, and uh, he threw me a uh, – he threw me a three-one heater, and uh, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. Do you ever bring up any of these things to, you know, now that you're not playing anymore? But do you when you run into somebody, would, like if you saw Schilling, would he know that you knew that you took him deep? Uh, so Schilling definitely knows. We've talked about it in the past. I got another good one for you, right. DP. So I was in Double A in Jacksonville, playing for the Jacksonville Suns, and this was 1998. So John Smoltz was on rehab with the Braves. He comes down and pitches for the uh, the Greenville Braves, playing. We are hosting, and so first inning, I hit a homer off John Smoltz. So that's the biggest one I've ever hit, but it wasn't a big league homer. So. The funny thing is that after the game, I had uh, John Smoltz sign the ball. Oh. I still have it to this day, and I bring it up to him uh, maybe every other time I see him, and uh, he's not too thrilled about it. Yeah, you normally don't get a baseball signed. It'd be like if you picked off Tom Brady and you said, Tom, would you autograph this? I can't imagine. Can you imagine if you homered off Randy Johnson and you said, hey, Randy, would you be willing to sign this? You know the next time you, you got up what? to the plate. I- I hear you, but I've already – so the thing is that I bet that does happen with Brady. And I, w- I need you to dig on that. And the other part of it is that I didn't get the chance to hit the homer off Randy because he drilled me in the ribs anyway. So, um, yeah, so I got the, the, the uh, repercussion of getting hit by Randy. I guess I could have had him sign that ball. What did it feel like? I still feel it. Um, it was a, it was 97 two-seamer. And uh, it was opening day, maybe 2003. I tried to bunt, oh. um, and then the ball went foul. And Juan Pierre always told me, he said, hey, man, if you try to bunt off Randy, he's like the Nolan Ryan guy, where if you bunt, you better make it fair, because if you don't, the next one's <laughs> going to be in your ribs. And I swear, Danny, it was like <laughs> I, he's up there with this big black glove right under his eyes. And you got that visual. And I think it was, I swear it was like the Top Gun radar lock right on my ribs. And I could just sense it. <laughs> and then it was this heat-seeking 97 two-seamer just running right into my ribs. So, uh, it, it, like I said, man, it, it, it hurt pretty, uh, pretty bad. But I stayed in the game. Why is that okay in baseball? I, I think it's okay because Randy's Randy. Um, Nolan's Nolan, Roger was Roger, and I think Pedro's Pedro. I think part of it is like 
the fear of the baseball for the pitcher is everything. And so guys are kind of uh, Barry Bonds up with the big old elbow guards, and they got the protection all over the place. And, you know, that's still gamesmanship. I, I still believe that you got to be able to control uh, pitching inside, commanding it. But I think at times, you know, to get hit once in a while, it, it's part of the game. The Dodgers will win the World Series if we play a full season and there is a postseason. Wait. We are winning the World Series in 2022. So but I know where you're going with that. No, what We're are you winning the World Series this year? Put it on record. You are winning the World Series. We are winning the World Series. That's our focus. That's our goal. Um, but to your question. We are winning the World Series if if um, our starting staff stays healthy. I know that's vague, but I don't want to. And then that's, I, I, that's my answer. Okay, but you're you can dig in a little bit on that, but I, I I think it's about our starting pitching. You know, just keeping our guys healthy. Okay, where do you rank your rotation in baseball? Our rotation in baseball, I, I put us, I put us somewhere in the, uh, I put us somewhere in the top ten. Okay, who has the best rotation in baseball? I would say, um, and I would say right now for me, I think the Mets do. What makes Degrom so special? Um, the velocity, uh, the command, the glove side command of his fastball, uh, his ability to pitch up in the zone. Um, there's a there's a breaking ball in there. There's a changeup in there. Um, it, it's a, it's a it's a great throw. It's just hard to pick up from what I hear. Um, but I think that glove side command coming in on left-handers up and in, that quadrant up and away to the right-hander, it's just tough to tough to barrel up. You see the best pitcher in the game? If you look at sheer kind of uh, numbers, I would say it's hard to debate. Yeah. Um, but the body of work that our guy, Walker Bueller, uh, should be in that conversation. So you're guaranteeing that you're going to win the World Series this year? I'm putting it on. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it in the universe. Well, you should believe in your team. I mean, if you said, "Well," you absolutely should, right? I mean, it's yeah, nothing like you're. Right. You know, we're we're placing a bet, and you could lose a limb if you don't win the World Series. That's right. That's right. And I'm but not rooting is, against you, it. or I, you know, I would bet you just for content's sake on the uh, show. But I mean, I, I don't know. Like, we could bet wine, but, you know, I love your wine. I don't have any wine, so you... Yeah, I, I need to... I, I, I went to uh, dinner with our buddy Ted, so uh, we got to get you some more some more uh, wine. So Ted's my guy, he's your guy, and uh, we need to do a little uh, wine deal. So we got to replenish uh, your wine stash. I am the uh, Jacob de Grom of wine drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. I could That's be Kershaw right. year to year because at my age I am, you know, day to day. But, uh, yeah. I. By, by the way, just so – and Dave won't bring this up, but I'm bringing it up. His uh, his red stitch, Pinot, 93 points from uh, Wine Spectator. 
It's it's great. Did you oh give did you give your players your wine? So I've got some. I've got a few cases en route. So uh, once we break here, we get to Dodger Stadium. I- I'm going to take care of my guys. So uh, we got a lot of wine drinkers, which uh, is just interesting because when I came up, there was all about the beer, and so we got a lot of wine drinkers. So I got to I got to share some of my red sticks. Absolutely. And you couldn't do that with the old Red Sox because they would drink that prior to the game, probably. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Hey, but but Danny. You got to have something to calm the nerves, man. So it wasn't wine in 2004, but uh, whatever we drank, it, it worked, right? Was it whiskey? It was whiskey. Yeah. <clears throat> do you remember the brand of whiskey? It, it, I, I don't. I don't. Um, but I do know that you know when it's like 37 degrees and it's freezing <laughs> and you're in Fenway Park, <laughs> your back's against the wall. Um, <laughs> Whatever, everything's on the table. Hey, if I was facing Mariano Rivera, I'd probably drink too. Oh, absolutely. Kevin Millar had it right. He was he was a man way ahead of his time. Hey, uh, great to talk to you as always. And uh, thanks for joining us. All right, hopefully DP. we'll talk soon. All right, DP, take care. You're the best. That's Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager. And a great wine. It's called uh, Red Stitch. Had it uh, a couple bottles of Red Stitch. Red stitch, the stitches on the baseball. Oh. You see what I did with that? Well, that's what he did with them. All right. I'm going to take a break. I've got to build in some time here. i got people who have mock headline songs, the theme song for the mock headlines. You've been warned. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, all of that forthcoming. Games coming up tonight. Uh, You got Duke, you got Texas Tech, you got Villanova, Michigan, Arkansas, Gonzaga, Houston, and Arizona. That's nice. Got some blue bloods in there, a little spice in there. Uh, Patrick in Vermont joining us. Hey, Patrick, what's on your mind? Morning, Dan. Uh, 5'9", a hard 145. Okay. All right, I got a little song for you. I'll do my best. Here we go. All right. Patrick, you don't have to give us my headlines. Those days are over. No more tuna on your onion bagel. Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. That's Patrick in Vermont. (laughs) I'm (laughs) hopefully rural Vermont. You know, you don't want to be in a city, you know, that work. Chris in Atlanta. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind today? Oh, yeah. We're mocking. 
I want to market with you. Yeah, yeah, we're marking. And I hope you like marking, too. Second perch. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Nice. Yeah, he went right into it. Didn't ask me how he was doing. Jesse in Washington. Hi, Jess. What's on your mind? Morning, Dan. Good morning, Jess. time, long time. All right. Uh, six foot, 225. And so far, Todd's taken it on the chin this morning, so I'm going to keep it a little positive. Okay. And I apologize to uh, ACDC and Brian Johnson. Okay. So here we go. All right. I was about to mock. We salute you. Yes, we do. Thank you, Jesse. I like that that's the first time Jesse's ever called in. And he calls in to do a mock headline song. Like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna finally call in. Now I'm motivated. Uh, Matt in Ohio. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind today? Good morning, DP. Morning. Uh, I wanted to tie something in here. Uh, the Sweet Sixteen with okay. uh, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. Oh, okay. Sweet mock of mine. Dun dun dun. Headlines never look so good. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Thank you, Matt. So good. So good. Yes, Todd. I like that one a lot. Had some great experiences at Fenway Park listening to that. It's cool stuff. Well, And guess, I went to a Neil Diamond concert once. Guess who just called in, Todd? Oh, boy. I bet you it's... Hello! Oh, Ryan in Honolulu. <laughs> Couldn't pass up the opportunity. Us. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Oh, Dan, i got two quick uh, mock headline songs for you. Wallflowers and Oasis. Okay. Fritz A, 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 come on, try a little. Don't just mail it in and we could have some fun with mock headlines. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty good voice. With, with one headlight. Yeah, little Jacob Dylan there. You got one more? I do. Should I risk it? Yes. All right, Oasis. Today is going to be the day that we make mock headlines for you. By now, Fritzy should have somehow realized what he's got to do. But I don't believe that anybody wants to hear mock headlines right now. <laughs> because Fritzy is going to be unfunny. Wow. And I'm out. Thank you, buddy. Those are both very that's, good. Uh, that's Ryan in Honolulu. So you can do mock headlines and mock headline songs better yeah, he than sung, you. He sung them pretty well. And he can sing. Ooh. Man, that's got to crush that's you. That's probably the worst that of, hurt. of the group. That hurt. Ryan can actually sing. He can hold a note there. That yes, was impressive. Yes, he can. Tom in Florida joins us. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind today? Yeah, I've been listening a long time. First time uh, calling in, <laughs> but I've got a I've got a mock headline uh, okay. uh, song for Todd. Okay. All right. Don't play those mock headlines on DP show if you love me. <laughs> I don't have a second line. I wish I did. I was driving on the road, and that's all I came up with. But. All right. Well, thank you, Tom. Driving down the road, I got to call in. Now is when I'm going to call in. Tony Orlando and Dawn. Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. That's Twice cool. on the pipes. Fabulous. Yeah. Uh, this day in sports history, Paul. All right, quick. In 1975, Muhammad Ali knocked out Chuck Wepner in the 15th round to retain the heavyweight title, which became 
Rocky. Rocky. That became the movie Rocky. Yeah. All right, here's the easiest sports quiz of all time. You ready, Dan? Yep. 1992, Mario Lemieux the Penguins scored his 1,000th career point in his 513th game. He was the second fastest player in <laughs> NHL history to record 1,000 points. You'll never guess who was first. Mm. I'm going to try a Wayne Gretzky. That's correct. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Any hockey question, answer Wayne Gretzky or Gordie Howe. Uh, Marvin, you'll love this one. 1990, Christian Leitner, overtime buzzer beater, sends Duke to the Final Four, a one-point win over UConn. Remember, what? didn't he take the ball out of bounds and then got the ball back and then hit the jumper? I think. A deep, a deep jumper there. Well, he did it so many times. Sorry, Marvin. Uh, Cincinnati beat Ohio State to win its second straight NCAA championship. But uh, Oscar Robertson wasn't there then. I don't, I don't think Oscar, I think Oscar was uh, before that. But he didn't, I don't think Oscar won a national championship. He and Jerry West never won. Uh, North Carolina State tops Marquette for the national title. Uh, that was the. That was 1974. That was David Thompson. God, David Thompson was so spectacular. Six four. They had Tom Burleson, who was seven three, but David Thompson was a you know could jump higher than Tom Burleson. But David Thompson was one of those like you just you couldn't believe it when you watched him and he played so big, and he played in the ABA. He got hurt. Uh, I think he had some uh, substance abuse issues, but David Thompson was a wonderful player. Uh, Chris in Texas. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, I've got, I've got a little jingle for you. Oh, okay. This is uh, for Tricks, our mock headline. Okay. We've got nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, mock headlines. <laughs> <laughs> That was dark and wow. funny. That's pretty hilarious. Wow. <laughs> That's all non sequitur. I know. Doesn't match at all. That's great. I know. Clever. Thank you, Tom. Wow. Diary. Damn, three piece. Damn, three piece. Todd's got his damn three piece shirt on today. Proud to wear it, man. I love the colors. Long Look, overdue. Looks looks great. I think those are the colors that you would jazzercise <laughs> with. Yeah. 1983. Yes, yeah. Jane Fonda's workout. Perfect. Yeah. All right, let's go around the room. What we learned on this award-nominated program. Todd? Dave Roberts, who guarantees his Dodgers will win the World Series this year, tried to bunt on Randy Johnson opening day in 2003. Big unit hit him in the ribs with a 97-mile-an-hour two-seam fastball. I never understood that's part of the game that you didn't bunt on Nolan Ryan. Or if you did, you got to make sure that you got it in fair territory. I don't know why that's so disrespectful. To me, it's like, I can't hit you. I got a bunt to get on. And don't charge the mound at him. It will give you the noogies. Noogies. As Todd would say, the nookies. The nookies. Yeah. Uh, Seton O'Connor. That's that kind of sounds like a good way to get on base twice, by the way, against Nolan Ryan. Like, you should bunt every time. You know, the next time he's going to hit you. Now I just got on twice. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Chris Sims isn't trying to fight anybody. Marv. Sims Harbaugh set it up boxing. Yeah. Sims wants Harbaugh. Paulie. That no, 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 no song may get some run here. What we learned brought to you by the best home security of 2021. Simply save home security. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off. Interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafedan.com. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.
One more item. We close out the show. We have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. And now, if you've recently changed jobs or maybe considering retirement, probably thinking about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals, maybe time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. Retirement's a big step when it comes to investing for retirement. Most people can't afford to make mistakes. And you shouldn't have to do it alone. 130 years, over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients like you create personalized retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. You have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com, S-T-I-F. FEL.com, Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC, NYSE.